Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of The Cinematic Trinity with me Kira, me Michael and me Tulip. Today we're going to be talking about the new release of the Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. Um, so we're going to jump into uh, spoiler free and then about halfway through we'll, whenever yeah. we're done with that we'll uh, go straight into spoilers. So what was everyone's kind of thoughts spoiler free? <laughs> Spoiler free, it was it was a very good film, I think. Mm, yeah. I, I enjoyed the film as a whole, although the ending let it down a little bit. Um, but it was a really good film. It was a lot heavier than I was expecting. Yeah. Like, I wasn't expecting to feel as many things. Well, I say that. As soon as I saw the trailer with all the animals, I knew that I would be in tears. And I already knew what was going to happen, just because, you know... I've seen because that's all backstory, isn't it? So obviously, right, yeah. but um, but yeah, it was like I did enjoy it though, but it, but it was heavy. Yeah, no, I I agree. It was yeah, really really good film. It kind of just goes to show how like the Guardians films in general are the be- is like the best series of films in like the Marvel cinematic universe, and like it does tackle more brutal things and like heavier themes like compared to the other movies. I feel so. Yeah, I really, really enjoyed it. I recommend going to see it. Maybe not if you've got kids. I'd say it really pushes like a 12, what, like a 12A is. But like, yeah. that's, why, that's why 12, I mean, 12A is technically 12 and... Parental guidance. Yeah, so it's like, I don't know. I don't know, if you've got, like, young kids who are, like, into Marvel, maybe skip this one for, like, a couple of years and then watch it just because some yeah, stuff is probably a bit too... It's not the same as all the classic... Um, it it definitely moves away from, you know, just basic Marvel action, whatever, few jokes, a little bit of music in between. Yeah. There's definitely, there's a lot more depth to to this one, I think. What do you think, Kieran? Yeah, I, I will say, um, right out of the gate, this one is the funniest Marvel film. Mm. Yeah. Like yeah. The, the, the humour in it landed consistently it for did. the entire thing. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, you know, when you go to watch it, Drax is the standout character. He's the best thing in it. He, I know he, he really gen- Genuinely, it. there was no joke that he did that fell flat for me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, I mean, that's pretty impressive in and of itself. Yeah. Definitely, um, yeah. But there's definitely kind of... They stopped a lot of the humour in, like, the final third because yeah. they needed to go, all right, let's take... We'll, we'll be yeah, a bit more serious yeah, now. Yeah, so, yeah. Like, I, I really enjoyed, like, kind of the, the first uh, kind of two-thirds of the film and then the final third where it got a lot more serious. Um, still good, mm. but obviously because it is that more serious yeah. when in you've been kind way. of joking for the entire thing. It's, like, you know, it's a bit of a tonal shift. But Yeah, it's um, very up and down all the way through, isn't it? One yeah. minute you're crying, the next minute somebody tells a joke and you're laughing again. So yeah, it's, it's like every... Because obviously they explore Rocket's backstory as well, which, like, in the trailers you could see... That's, that's the main sort that is, of... Yeah. That's what kicks off the hot... That's what the film really is about, is Rocket's backstory... And they're trying to save him as well, aren't they? Yeah. And that's that's basically it. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, like a villain from Rocket's past comes back, who's the high evolutionary, who I thought was like a really really good villain as well. I really liked him. Like he was, yeah. And I thought that the the actor, whoever it is that that plays him. I think that he was really good as well. I was saying to Michael in the car on the way home from watching it that I think sometimes with actors, it's very easy to just like shout and talk loudly, mm-hmm. but it's hard to act whilst you're doing that and actually be scary. Like yeah. I'd be scared yeah. of him. Like if he came shouting up in my face, I'd be absolutely terrified. Yeah, yeah, no, exactly. Because he's got like, he's not like a, I want to conquer the universe 
type of person he's more like a perfectionist like he makes like a a copy of earth doesn't he and it's all like look i want to just perfect the universe by creating all these different things so it's just quite like a it's feels a bit more like fresh rather than like i'm gonna you know conquer the world and there's a big sky laser and like stuff like that so it felt and something falls from height yeah back down to earth that was it the the marvel theme for a while wasn't it where yeah. things were just falling from the sky and that was it yeah no exactly it felt, it felt like um it kind of with james gunn like doing suicide squad last like in terms of, like his films uh what is delilah doing <laughs> just ignore her she's just being a weirdo just let her let her do what she wants yeah, I think like in terms of him coming back off Suicide Squad, which is obviously like it like commercially didn't do very well, but I really liked it. It's like a, a film the that Suicide felt like Suicide Squad. Yeah, the Suicide Squad. Well, that came out quite. When did it come out? Like two years ago. I was gonna say that was quite during COVID, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So that's why it didn't do so well. But that was a good film. Yeah, but like that was good, and if like you can kind of tell, he's probably taking a few bits from that as well like in terms of this like it being a bit more darker and like the fight scenes and stuff being a bit more yeah. like brutal well, compared what to I'd the other forgotten ones. when I was just googling the plot to remind me of what happened because I completely forget everything it, as even soon though, as even though I only watched it last night and it, I really should be fresh in my mind it's not I've you know had to think about other things since then um he got fired for a little while didn't he yeah he did because yeah. there was some con- do you remember that kieran mm, like i didn't yeah. remember it until i read it and i was like oh my god yeah i remember him he got fired because there were some controversial tweets and then apparently he signed up to do the suicide squad in that period when he was fired and then he was rehired so that's why it got sort of put on hold a little bit because he had to do the suicide squad yeah. and the peacemaker um, tv show first and then come back to do guardians of the galaxy so i think it could have i wonder if it would have been like different if that hadn't have happened and he didn't go off to do suicide squad and realize that you know actually i can explore these sort of darker well i mean he runs things i i I think like the guardians ones and and james gunn in particular does like to explore those um those kind of themes more like because you had Mm. in the second one um like with ego that that big reveal of like him giving um star lord's mum cancer killing her yeah like that's that's very you know that's not a marvel like a a dumb thing in like the other marvel films so like you know he's already kind of more in that kind of yeah um kind of area um but obviously because this one you've got because it's animals and you know the the kind of subject of what's happening you know it's it's tough to watch if yeah. you are an animal lover and yeah, and things like yeah. That. If if you if you you know if if you are that way inclined, where anything to do with animals upsets you more than it would do if it was humans or even if it was children, then just don't watch it because it's just mm. it's it's too hard not to yeah um yeah it's very uh very tricky. But apparently he had he he knew what Rocket's backstory was from the very beginning well, like I mean, it, before yeah. he started started filming it well it's like a whole thing and it kind of it kind of gets said in this film that the whole time it's been like rocket's story he mm. just didn't he just didn't know about whereas this pushes him to like the forefront of being the yeah. subject matter so it, and rocket's a good character as well like all the cast in general were really 
good, I felt. like They were all everyone, on top form. Like, everyone's performances were really good. I liked Karen Gillan as Nebula. She was really good. Yeah. And I, I said, again, said this to you in the car, so you've heard all this before, Michael, so apologies. But I was saying, in the very beginning when Nebula first came into it, in the first Guardians film, I guess it was. Yeah. I really did not like her. Like, her voice... Oh, I'm so, you know, that's how she talks. They really grated on me. I really, I just don't think that she suited the character, but I think she's grown into it a lot more now. Well, it's just her. And she just, yeah, you know, she could, there's more to her as well. Like in the beginning, it, there's just wasn't, it was all very surface level, wasn't it? I think with Nebula, but there's a lot more to her now. Well, it's just the transition. It's just the transition from her being a bad guy to a good guy, isn't it? Like, and And they've actually kind of given her time to explore mm. like these little bits about her and and seeing why she turned out that way yeah but then she's got people that actually care about her now so she's mellowed out and yeah you know, exactly lot, you yeah know, i really like her her, her arc, arc overall yeah. of it yeah i can i can appreciate that yeah but she's good obviously um star lord or you know peter quill or chris, chris pratt. pratt he's um just calling all the names pratt. yeah i just I, names. I really don't i think that star lord is just the stupidest thing like i would never say i will i will just never say that in a sentence that's the last time i'm gonna say it i'm just gonna refer to him as chris pratt from now on yeah so he was good like obviously his main thing is um with gamora being killed in Endgame. it's him still not getting over her being gone but then obviously there's this um alternate timeline version of her in their world but she yeah. doesn't have she obviously because it never so happened she, her meeting so could, yeah. she just to clarify what actually happened because i feel like i can't remember so gamora died in infinity world yeah. Infinity War. Infinity World. <laughs> Wait, what's the name? Infinity War. Infinity War, sorry. <laughs> yeah. That's all I could think of was World. So she dies in Infinity War, and mm. then she comes back in Endgame from an alternate time. Like, she comes back yeah. from the past. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Like Thanos yes. did. Yeah. Comes back from the past, and now she's on this different path. When I was looking at Google again, it said that they'd powers that be whatever what's his name kevin feige Feige? kevin feige Feige. he was the one who made the decision to kill gamora off in infinity war infinity war Mm -hmm. Uh, but james gunn had already had the idea that she would be in that she he'd already like written her into like volume three apparently so that's why they then brought her back so that it could be apparently so there's like Two minds going on where one person wants the story to go this way and the other wants the story to go this way and they've just, like, brought it all back. To be fair, another thing I heard was that she was going to die at the end of Volume 2 instead of Yondu because, basically, uh, James Gunn knew that Zoe Saldana didn't want to play Gamora for, like, years and years. So, because, I mean, after this film, she said, like, I'm pretty much, I'm done with the character now. So, if you're, like, you're just kind of like, right, I'll just write her out somehow in this film, which... When we get into spoilers, obviously they, they kind of do anyway with how like the film ends, so it's it kind of works with yeah. how yeah. And, how... But I think you sort of forget like it's only been Sweet Gardens of the Galaxy films, but how many other films have they actually like appeared in? Like because they're in Thor, they're obviously in the Infinity War and Endgame and all mm-hmm. those kind of films and whatever's cracking on with that. That was a Christmas so, special. So so they make a lot of appearances. So actually, in their sort of like acting career, it's a lot of time that the these actors dedicate just to this one franchise and it takes up so much of their time they don't really get a chance to do other things do they well it's getting typecast isn't it that's why everyone like runs into the issue well that's why like christian bale 
did, couldn't play Batman again, you know, because he didn't want to be, oh, that's that's Batman. But rather it's just like, oh, no, it's Christian Bale. You know, mm. he's not been typecast, has he? So that's the issue with superhero films and, like, being yeah. in superhero films. I mean, I, I do think that Chris Pratt is in that sort of territory already because I don't, well, I mean, I've, he, nev- I've not seen in him anything else. That, I mean, was, I barely even like him in this. He was popular before because he was in Parks and Recreation, I think. Um, yeah, that was, like, his... Have you ever watched Shakira? I've watched season one. Oh. So he he was in that, but then like probably Guardians pushed him to like the forefront of being popular, and then obviously he was in other stuff afterwards, like Mario and like a couple of Disney films and like mm. other stuff like that. Passengers, you remember Jurassic that? World, Jurassic World, yes. Oh my god! Yeah. Oh my god! I completely yeah. forgot that he was in those films. But to be fair, those films are just that was, so pointless. That was also right off the back of like Guardians as well, wasn't it? It's just all sort of like, oh, he's hip and trendy you know, yeah we'll get let's him get him in it so yeah but he's so nondescript it winds exactly. me up we can't yeah. we can't just rant about chris pratt again after we kind of did in the mario review did we i can't even remember <laughs> well you kind of said he's a bit of a nothing and yeah, well, he is. i'll happily nothing. say it again he is yeah. very just nondescript he's just generic person a and yeah. that's it like but i think We've kind of covered casting there. Casting was good. We've picked out a few highlights. Let's talk about the most disappointing thing in this film, which was the soundtrack. I was so disappointed. See now, I I don't I don't think always agree with me. I don't think the soundtrack was amazing, but I think it's appearing that much worse because one and two had such like perfect like scores for the entire thing. You know, like I. This film, the the songs that they picked suited the scenes. Yeah, they, they just were fine. Weren't, like, incredible songs. And I have no to. desire to ever, like, oh, what's that song? Oh, I really like that song. Oh, shall I listen to it? Oh, what's that song? Um, you know. I like yeah. the first song because I like um, Radiohead and I liked the fact that they brought back, like, how it started is how they yeah. ended yeah. it. Yeah, I, come I, and I, get I your like, love. Yeah. yeah. So I like those two bits. But it's just the middle bit. I it's you know like they're okay songs. Yeah, it's kind of the like... soundtrack's all right. But when you have like volume one and volume two that have such like just they're the iconic, thing. really, aren't they? Yeah, like I think. Well, at like the beginning of Guardians two with uh, Mister Blue Sky, yeah, was obviously yeah that, that, that got was brilliant. To like that got mean to absolute hell, and mm. like you know that was just really popular at the time. That boosted boosted things with Baby Groot and stuff so yeah but I think it was kind of like Suicide Squad in a way like the Suicide Squad with James Gunn because obviously that had that was kind of Guardians in a way with like the soundtrack and stuff but I couldn't remember any of the songs that were in in it but like when you're kind of watching it you're like oh this is like suits the scene doesn't Mm. it because I'm not going to go out and like download this on my playlist or anything the only one i did mm. was no sleep till brooklyn yeah. from from this film and i already had since you've been gone on my playlist anyway because that was in the trailers loads anyway by so i knew the song before so but, but yeah I, th- I think it's exaggerated that much more because of what came yeah, before. yeah. i mean yeah. i think i wouldn't have even thought anything of it like i wouldn't have even been paying attention to what songs were being played it's just i was looking forward to what songs were going to mm. be played you know i mean i know yeah. they release it before anyway but I obviously don't care that much to go off and listen to all oh, what yeah. song is going to be in this film. Yeah. You know, I was just excited, but no, I was very disappointed in it, which is, which is a shame. Yeah. But so I guess like obviously you know we we think it's quite a good film. I think this is a good place to go into spoilers now because the story's like where there's more sort of pros and cons probably. Again, it's a really good film, but like there's more like there's some issues with the story which are like some are minor, some are a bit like why did they what 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 issues. 
well, Kieran's issue with the ending, for example. So yeah. spoilers. Should we start so, at the end? But, <laughs> but, but before before we start talking about this, um, let, let's just say we all very much recommend that you yeah. go and watch this. I think. Yeah. Hundred yeah. percent. I would watch it. I do think it's worth a watch. Yeah. Um, so if if you want to come back and listen to this bit after you've watched it, then like kind of give your own opinions, and that mm-hmm. that works as yeah, well. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Um, or so, just let's spoil it for you. Yeah. Not that we ever I'm, really I'm, go into we'll, major things, we'll, but we'll go into it right now. So, um, do we want to start at the end, or should we just like kind of? Do I think it, like, that's a natural the flow. Uh, well, yeah, I think that yeah. we have more to say about the ending of the film because that's the negative, isn't it? Or do we start with the positive or well, start with like, negative? Well, essentially, but... all right. I think to go in like chronological because yeah, the, essentially the whole thing is Rocket gets injured, but they find uh, that he's basically because he was. But what? Wait, wait, wait. We've what? completely missed, missed the new character, the Gold Man. Adam Warlock. How was that like? How was that got missed? Because that's key. Because we haven't mentioned his name at all, and it's key because that's how it all starts, really. Yeah. Because he comes to nowhere, which is where the Guardians of the Galaxy are now based. But he, the Gold Man, is working for the High Sovereign. Inquisitor. That's what's Wars. his name? The High Evolutionary. No, the High Inquisitor is Harry Potter, isn't it? It's Star Wars. <laughs> There's the Grand Inquisitor in Star Wars. Right, I think it's in Harry Potter as well. Is that the name What's of the newspaper name? from Harry Potter? High Evolutionary. Mm. No, 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 it's, it's Wendell, it's, it's Umbridge, she's the High Inquisitor of Hogwarts, isn't she? I don't know. Anyway. Anybody wishing to join the Inquisitorial Squad for extra credit? Right, forget it. High Evolutionary, the gold man is working for him. He wants Rocket. Mm-hmm. Rocket's on Nowhere, the planet, which is the head. So he comes in, the gold man, who's like Captain Marvel, really, to... <laughs> You're going into so much detail here. But Rocket... That's not that much detail. I've only mentioned three people's names. The gold man. The gold man. <laughs> Adam, Adam Warlock attacks Rocket, and basically Rocket is then injured, and they find out that Rocket has a kill code, because basically the high evolutionary experimented on him when he was a young raccoon. And in those experiments, basically he's trying to create like a, a master race, or like the perfect... Uh, mm. beings to pa- populate like his new world so rocket inadvertently helps with that because he's super smart basically well he's the only one that can he doesn't just like learn he can like imagine as well wasn't it or he can it's, like fix things yeah so i think the rest of them um don't have the capacity to learn beyond what has already been learned and yeah, is yeah given to them. they can't like but he has kind of like like inquisitive thoughts like uh, mm. like inventive yeah and yeah. like you know to to build on the future because that gives way to like a really good scene in like the flashbacks where like the high the high evolutionary is like drunk or something and he just sort of wanders down to their cage and he's like how the hell did you figure this out how are you smarter than me i like created you therefore you shouldn't be smarter than me and that's what kickstarts yeah. like his obsession with rocket and why he wants to get rocket back is so he, he can get his brain. his brain yeah, yeah study his brain to then make a race of like yeah so super creatures and like the perfect the perfect society basically yeah yeah so, so that's yeah. how it all starts, essentially. Yeah. So I guess, like, so yeah, Adam Warlock is what sort of instigates, obviously, Rocket's side to kind and health, which then kickstarts the Guardians to go look for the cure for Rocket. Um, what did you think of Adam Warlock? Because... Well, he, he was a bit sort of pointless in the whole thing, to be honest. He just kept popping up. Here I am again. 
hello, I'm over here. Oh, now I'm over here. You know, he, he wasn't. He he didn't really have any purpose. Is is he had two purposes? One was to stop uh, Chris Pratt from dying at the end. Yeah. yeah. And the other was to injure Rocket. Um, no. Well, isn't no, he? Well, I guess uh, isn't there yeah. something like but Marvel to, cosmic? He's he joins the Guardians at the end. Yeah, yeah. That, that's just yeah. kind of three purposes. Yeah, yeah. Um, which I'd be interested to like see what Adam Warlock fans think of like his thing in the film because I know like he was quite big in like the Infinity storyline in the comics with like Thanos mm-hmm. getting the stones and stuff. Um, obviously, in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, he wasn't there. Like mm-hmm. he was basically just there as an end credits like tease at the end of Guardians two, and now he's in this film, so it's mm-hmm. a bit like. Has he been wasted? Is he... Because, I mean, he was funny. Like, he was, yeah, his humour was... Like, yeah, nice comic relief, yeah. Um, but, yeah, there wasn't a lot else to him. I mean, he was... Oh, you got to imagine that he's, like, a newborn as well, essentially. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, you know, like, the stuff he does is that of, like, what a child might do. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Where he, like, yeah, takes things, like, a little bit literally. He's like, doesn't really pay attention um, and things like that and doesn't really know what's right or wrong he just kind of gets yeah. told what what to do yeah. yeah but he's a bit like Drax isn't he and that was one of the funny things when they go to wherever it is the living being that's a planet that's a spaceship is thing like Orgo 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 whatever um, Nathan Fillion Nathan Fillion yeah. I just love Nathan Fillion I he just think good, that yeah. he's whatever he does he's just brilliant I mean, like, he's, like, he's like a James Gunn like collaborator as well so like yeah. he's doing most of his films so yeah was he good. Suicide Squad yeah, he was the, the the detachable man with like the when his arms. Like, oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> at what? the very he's only at, at the, the very, very beginning, beginning, isn't he? And then he dies. When it's like the massacre on the beach, he's oh. like the guy who, like detaches his arms and they just go and they like Slap whack people the sword in their faces. and he just gets shot and he's just there like on the ground. I'm like ah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was really good. Yeah, but yeah, no, Nathan Fillion's brilliant. But anyway, he's sort of saying. Oh, I've got an annoying like Co-worker. family member. Yeah. Where he's like his nephew or something. And he's like, oh, I've got one of those, and then you've got one of those because it's Drax, and then it's you know this yeah. other one as well. So that was quite funny. I mean, I've explained it terribly, but it was. Well, I it's it was just funny. yeah, because well, it's they just break in and like <laughs> they propose as like engineers and like they're like, oh, what are you guys doing, you idiots? Oh, we're engineers. Like you could have killed us all, and they're like they believe them, and then Drax is there like, oh, can't you see our authentic engineer uniforms yeah. and they just blend in and. <laughs> He's just like, oh, it's just, yeah, Drax. And Drax has one of the funniest, <laughs> funniest moments after that because, like, what, what does he say? Oh, we pretending to be angry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, you're a bitch, yeah. Mantis, or something. <laughs> it's just oh, so, yeah, just because, yeah, they kind of like, everyone has like their own, like, mini arcs in this film because mm. it's sort of like Drax is obviously, he is, he's sort of like, he, he is stupid, but like, he, cares for people that's like his biggest trait because like mantis is like that she's kind of like one of the core pillars for like in terms of like character development as well because like mm-hmm. her whole thing is like the group don't really appreciate her but she does like her own things to like help them at the end and she says well drax is stupid but he makes us laugh so that's who yeah so he's so like that's family okay. and that's why we love him oh then, but then he says oh do you think i'm stupid and she says yeah and then he go and he looks all sad and then she makes him forget doesn't yeah. she and i just yeah. thought oh that's so sweet yeah so Bless. she like she cares for them um and yeah so she does that and like drags this whole thing as well as like he obviously first and foremost before like he joined the guardians he was a dad whose kids that like, was his mate because that was when we watched the first guardians film that was his 
main thing, wasn't yeah, he? he? Wants yeah. to avenge his wife and his daughter who were yeah. killed by mm. Ronan. Yeah, Ronan. Yeah, Ronan. Because he was that was nearly there. Yeah, because he was like so filled with hate at the start, but yeah. now he's got like a family again. It really like his actual nature kind of comes out. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. it's um. It's like Nebula or Mantis says to him, like, oh, you weren't born to be a destroyer, you were born to be a dad. Because yeah. they, yeah. like, oh, at the oh. end, when they find all the genetically engineered kids, at the end, he speaks their language, which no one else knew. And they're like, oh, why didn't you tell us you could speak their language? Like, well, you never asked me, because, like, you guys don't care about, you all, you all think I'm stupid. Yeah. So, so yeah. he's, yeah, he's just really good. He's, like, a really endearing character Drax, and he gets, like, He's a, really sweet, isn't you know, he? Even Funny. though it's, like, a lot of characters in the film, they get enough to do to make them like unique and you do you know you care about them basically um yeah. should we get into to rocket's backstory it's too sad it's too sad i can't talk about it basically what happens is they rocket is obviously experimented on he's batch 89 and when he gets put in his cage after all the experiments have been done on him he meets the other people of batch other animals of batch 89 which is an otter who's got robotic arms and then a walrus who's got wheels oh, and then this bunny this rabbit really gets me because it's got it's white little white rabbit and it's got like a mascot like a bane mask yeah, almost yeah. and so its voice is really like robotic and almost like it's actually it's creepy in a way well, it's, like, got, it's, it's got, creepy but it's adorable well, it's a, it's a, yeah it's a, it's a bane and, mask with robot spider legs yeah, yeah. i was getting to that michael <laughs> So it's got, (laughs) but it's got, so it's got the spider legs, so it's raised, but it's still got its two little front legs. So its front legs are just like, you know, dangling around with nothing to do. And he's really like, um, he's, you know, they all talk, don't they? And they're all obviously really clever, but I think the bunny is the most simple because he, you know, and he, she, is it it a little girl, little girl rabbit? Um, yeah, she she doesn't like form sentences correctly. It is very much like a child who's yeah. just learning to talk is speaking, not like an an adult speaking like it is with like Ro- although Rocket does learn to talk, which is like that was pretty brutal. To fair, like when it's like he gets the ability to speak in his first words, it's like hurts because oh, he's been experimented on. It's like oh Jesus oh, Christ, what's no, happening? No, it was just it's just awful. So, and they're so yeah. cute, so, so creepy. Yeah, essentially, like they all get experimented on. Obviously, Rocket helps the high evolutionary work out how to, uh, you know, sort out his sort of master race. And then the high evolution is like, right, that's great. I'm gonna kill you all now and take your brain, Rocket. Because, because they all you're... think that they're in these cages, waiting to go to the new world. Yeah. And then he gets told that they're not going to the new world, and then Rocket goes back to tell them, and they're like, no, no, you're lying. We are going to the new world. Oh. Yeah. So he he breaks. He tries oh, to break him out, and then. Bad. They all die. They all die. The they walrus, the bunny, die. and the otter all die. Oh, and Rocket no. is just there, it's like just, it's just too, and he's really screaming, isn't he? Yeah, he's he? like he's like cry, he's scream crying, and then it just leads to him like jumping on the high evolutionary and just scratching his face to yeah, absolute he hell. Does. Yeah, and then there's like a thing at the end when they fight the high evolutionary, and then he takes like his mask off, and you can see what Rocket did, and that was when I was be like, Jesus Christ, this is a bit like much for a. Uh, a 12A. Kid, a, you know, a kid's movie, 12A. It's like, because you just proper see, like, his, you know, his mouth's all tones. It's almost like you could see his skull, his eyes, like, all popped out. It's so, like Two-Face, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it's, literally. So it's both like, sides of his face. So that's, like, a brutal scene, like, Rocket's, like, breakdown and, like, attack and then 
escape because obviously he just has like survivor's guilt from leaving all his friends behind and stuff because yeah. they, they can all get out together. But he makes up for it in the end, doesn't he? Yeah, he does because he yes. All the because on the so in the end he's formed this new earth, the high evolutionary. He's yeah. formed this new earth, and the guardians go there to obviously stop him, rescue um, because um, Chris Pratt and Groot. Are there? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Chris Pratt and Groot are on the uh, are with the high. Uh, keeps want to say Green Inquisitor, but it's not high <laughs> evolutionary. Um, so they go to this uh this um counter Earth, and I've like completely lost my train of thought. What, go, what was I going to say? They go there. They go to counter Earth. Basically, ends with his like spaceship taking off in yes, space. Yes. So he doesn't. He's realised that. The people on Counter Earth, there's there's a next level now. Like he's done with the level that's on Counter Earth of level of intelligence, and there's another level where they're even stronger, even more intelligent. Blah blah. But they still don't I, have what Rocket has. I, I think it was that like he, he like was developing, you know, he developed this new world, and then he had all these things, but they were still flawed. So it's yeah. like oh, I'm just going to raise this well, and start again. Yeah, essentially Counter Earth is because like Rocket helps him basically make animals like evolve through time so they meet, reach like a humanoid form and then they basically occupy like more like earth basically so yeah they all like have jobs and it's like basically literally our world but they're all like animal mutants yeah and then they're like driving along to his spaceship and they see that they're dealing meth and like there's like violence and stuff she's like oh so much for your utopia here and he's like well i'm just gonna like raise it to the ground and then we're gonna go to a another, another world place so yeah. it's all he accepts that he you know didn't work out and that's why he just sort of wipes the slate clean and goes yeah elsewhere but in this ship like the center of essentially the center of this earth he just leaves doesn't he he flies away in the ship but in the ship yeah yeah, he's got all these kids doesn't he which is the sort of the new race and then he's also got a lot of the animals that were sort of going to be experimented on or experimented on yeah um and they set them all free don't they the yes end, he does. which and is very nice yeah. and there's all these raccoons because uh, rocket keeps saying oh i'm not a raccoon raccoon i'm not a raccoon i don't know where i am i don't know whatever um and then it says oh raccoon like these are like you know from such and such place these yeah. are raccoons and there's all these baby raccoons and oh yeah kind of i kind of didn't realize that that was like 10 years in the making to like get him to actually be called rocket Rac- raccoon mm. you know because all the time he's just been rocket but technically he is rocket raccoon in the comics because even from the first film he was like what the hell was a like what's a yeah raccoon? he doesn't Why do you keep know calling yeah that? And then it gets paid off and it's all like, well done, James Gunn. Yeah. I I do think that that, his whole backstory, I think it works so well and I was so emotionally invested in it because I already know a lot about the character anyway because I think the original plan was to just like do his backstory almost as like a short film kind of thing. I mean, I'd watch that. And it just, it wouldn't, I don't think it would, I mean, I still would have cried because of the backstory. It's so sad. But it was even more impactful, especially because it wasn't just this is his backstory and now we're back to the future. It was, you know, it was all interdispersed and it was just a series yeah, yeah, of flashback, yeah. wasn't it? Which yeah. I thought I thought worked quite well, even yeah, though no, it's sort it was of really, very, you know really good. Classic film, you know, what do you do? You do a flashback, you know. But it worked well. Mm-hmm. Mm. I think I would like to bring up like the the very end of the film yeah yeah not the weird 
early 2000s dance sequence <laughs> so that came out of, out of nowhere and to Florence just, and the oh, Machine. Yeah, why are the dance moves that the animated characters are doing just don't fit with the song at all? It's like the way that they're dancing, it sounds like... Yeah, it's almost like they coded the song like afterwards. Like they yeah, kind of said, oh, just dance to something later. and we'll put a song over it. I don't know what I'm going to choose yet. Yeah. Because these tracks make sense because this is like a dad, like... Just dad you dancing, know. you know. Yeah, but yeah, Rock and Groot have like a proper like sort of dance along They're together, really like they? boogieing, aren't yeah, they? But yeah. it's when it, because it's Florence and the Machine, it's just like you don't dance like that to this song. Yeah, like, it felt it's very, not fast enough. Felt very Shrek, felt very Despicable Me. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, carry on here. So that wasn't uh, my, my least favourite part of the film. My least favourite part of the film was uh, at, at the very end, they all go their separate ways um and and start doing their own things and it's my least favorite type of ending to any kind of story like i've seen it happen like so many times before and every single time i'm just left with like a bad taste in my mouth mm. yeah like because all these characters especially considering you've you've got rocket who's kind of finally accepted himself you know mm. he's finally got this family and he's you know you know he's happy like he, yeah. he, he's got closure yeah. on like his like kind of traumatic past yeah and then everyone's like oh yeah we've just done that like literally an hour ago yeah we're gonna yeah. leave you now and yeah. and you can see it like in the film he's like wait wait what yeah like he because get, when, gets he, when he's about to die as well um because they all almost can't like save him when they're trying to go through all the code and stuff he sees his, his friends like his mm. otter friend and his bunny friend and his walrus friend and she says to him, you know, it's not your time yet. You've still got to go back and sort of live your life. And then you'll mm. come enjoy it. This is forever. We'll be waiting for you kind of thing. And it's just like, well, he's just come back and all his friends have gone. Yeah. So kind he may like, as well have just gone with of, his friends in forever. Kind of always screams like it was like a Disney executive there. It's like, your time's not done yet. We've still got about two Disney Plus shows Ooh, to get out of you. Yeah. <laughs> make a bit of money out of you. Because it's, yeah, Rocket, Groot, Adam Warlock, one of the kids, and then... The guy with James, the James Gunn's brother. Um, mm. They all—they're the new Guardians of the Galaxy. Otherwise known as Sean Gunn. Yeah, Sean Gunn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did you know he voiced Young uh, Rocket? Did he? No, oh, he didn't. I just, thought, I just thought that was Bradley Cooper no. with a voice changer. Oh no. my god, I can't believe that! I thought that they just hired like a kid. To no, do it. Sean Gunn. Yeah, no, I just—I thought it was Bradley Cooper just with high pitched voice. I just can never think when I listen to Rocket. I never think, oh yeah, that's Bradley Cooper. Like, I just can't, mm. I can't mm. match them two up. I mean, it's nice. I like it. I like Bradley Cooper. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, they're the new Guardians of the Galaxy. Star-Lord, or, you know, Chris Pratt goes home to Earth to see his... Uh, his Granddad. Granddad, yeah. Mantis goes off on her own. Drax and Nebula stay on nowhere, because basically now they've got all the kids as, like, refugees there. They're like, we're going to build this world Civilization. Now. Yeah, so they're basically in charge of that. Um, so, yeah, it's very, like... That's the other thing I really hate because there's 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 a thing with like Drax like um, Mantis says I'm gonna go and do my you know I've, yeah. I've I've been doing stuff like I I was kind of forced to do stuff like ego and then I've been doing what the Guardians want but now I want to do what I want yeah um, and Drax was like oh I'll 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 come with you you know like we we can do it together and she was like no you you stay here mm. and he gets like you know very visually you can see that he's yeah. very upset by that yeah because it's like because they they have like this relationship throughout the entire film yeah, yeah. they're really kind of lovely. like they're, they're a yeah. duo yeah you know like yes they kind of you know they they bicker but it's not 
kind of there's no malintent well they're kind of like it's kind of like you know like siblings yeah yeah Um, well to the rest of the guardians it's like dumb and dumber isn't it like those two are there they are like the pair yeah they're 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 like Mm -hmm. a good pairing they're a good duo yeah um so i was sad to see that as well um and i i just i hate these things where like all like all these friends that have been together for like how many years they're just gonna go oh yeah we're gonna go and it's not even like they're like live on the same country <laughs> yeah they're literally, yeah literally in a galaxy so chris pratt's gone to earth yeah rockets and like um groot and nebula are in nowhere yeah uh and drax as well like that's going to be their base so they're yeah. they're actually like together most of the time yeah mm. but yeah. then mantis has gone off who knows where yeah, and yeah just, oh, no. so it yeah it just screams of like spin-off stuff especially like it's what was the other thing you didn't like <laughs> i this is the the thing i hate about all marvel films and they they did it when did they do it first captain I america I, I feel like it might have been when it is civil war when it was like spider-man well it's definitely yeah. spider-man that's that's the first time i remember it and the first time was fine mm. <laughs> they've done it in every single movie since yeah. I, d- I i don't care <laughs> that the legendary Star Lord will return. Yeah. Like, is it gonna be? Is it gonna be a series of him just doing like menial tasks on Earth? And no, I. Do you there? know what's gonna happen? I've got visions of it now. The very final moment and sort of the ending cutscene is he's eating cereal, isn't it? And yes, it's like I don't scene, yeah. need to listen to you eating cereal. I have enough of that at home with Michael eating loudly. I don't need to hear it in four K, whatever cinema Dolby Digital sound. Anyway. He's eating this cereal. So all I've got is visions of he's going to be, it's going to cut back to the same scene, like him eating this cereal again, either in the same, like pick up where they left off or like another day. And something's going to crash through, a ship's going to crash land outside or Mantis is going to come in saying, we need your help, you need to come this way. And he's going to go, what was going on? I was just eating cereal. And then he's going to run off. Like, I've just got visions that that's what's going to happen because that's what they always do when somebody goes back to normal life, something crashes in and turns it all upside down, you know. So that's what's going to happen. I'll bet you, I'll bet you five pounds that that is how the next... Cool. Take that bet, Michael. <laughs> Take that bet right now. Yeah, go on then. <laughs> but yeah, I just, I just hate it. Like, I, I don't care if Doctor Strange returns. I don't care if Ant Man returns. I don't, you, you know, I, I, it doesn't need to be there. Like, yeah, we know there's going to be more films. Marvel, you're not listening, but listen to me. <laughs> Stop right now. It's annoying me. <laughs> I can't watch another film where it says someone will return because. Quite honestly, I don't care. Yeah. Okay. It would have been better if they said, will not return. Yeah. <laughs> like, Whoa! This is it. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. But, but yeah, I'd like, let them be apart for like one series, which I won't watch, or one film, which I might mm. watch. Um, and then they all come back together um, and are happy and friends and just. Yeah. 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 Oh makes no sense yeah i think it's like a good like yeah w- without that ending if like it was slightly different it, w- it could have been like a really good last farewell to like the james gunn guardians films because now he's especially like especially as he, he's going over to DC. superman well, isn't he's, he? he's the head of dc now like the what, films you know, so. you know what i mean when i say superman but yeah he's doing his own stuff now for dc so it's not like marvel are gonna be like yeah. oh do you want to come back and do this thing for us yeah yeah so, he's uh, got his own universe to build yeah, exactly. So hopefully those Literally. films turn out all right. <laughs> well, I mean, if 
we know he's got a good record yeah. so mm. far, so I don't really have any kind of yeah. worries about But I do forward. hope that he doesn't just do Guardians of the Galaxy, like, again. Like, we don't need no. another film like that. No, Something I think he, a lot of the films that he's announced that he's kind of doing in the series, I'm not going to watch the series because I don't care. Yeah, yeah. Um, but the, the films that he's announced are, like, very different characters yeah he's yeah he likes yeah he likes taking like obscure characters and making them like bringing them to the forefront because that's exactly what he did with the guardian so he's doing like booster gold he's doing like this the amazon i I really want to i will watch whatever it is about the amazons like the amazonian thing that he's doing with that like i I really like the sound of that yeah so that'd be remember about booster gold i feel like i did did fry from futurama play booster gold in one of the animated series I don't know, maybe. I'll have a look at that. Google it. I remember that. I'm, I'll, I'll look at that now, but you, you, you carry on. Yeah. Well, I don't really know if there's anything more that I've got to say. We've talked about the bunny, we've talked about Rocket, we've talked about the story, we've talked about the ending, we've talked about the music. Yeah, I mean, like, without going like bit by bit, like there's tons we could probably talk about like in terms of the whole plot of the film but yeah essentially like, it is you know it is good it's there good are film. there's good bits of like mature storytelling Themes. in the film i'll probably struggle to like re-watch that for a little while like I'd yeah, hate to i yeah i won't be able to watch it for a while i'd hate to do like a guardians trilogy like re-watch because they'd be like oh number one and number two are so like i mean they have their moments be like oh they're so like fun filled and then you get to the third one you're like oh god i'm gonna say yeah it's rocket's different. backstory again yeah yeah no i certainly won't be able to watch it for a while i'm i'm emotionally exhausted so, from watching that film which is good like it's good in a way though because it's a it's a good i mean i was just glad to because i i was saying a couple of weeks ago when we were just talking about cinema and how it's rubbish and there's no good films like it was good to go in there and watch something and feel something yeah, like, like I was, it was a roller coaster of emotions, but but in the best way. Like even the sad memories. Yeah, it's the first like Marvel film good. in quite a while where I've been like, that's been that's really yeah, really good. That's yeah. really stand, like stood out. Hundred percent. Even as much as I love like Spider Man and everything, like I love Spider Man Homecoming is one of my favorite films. But the other two didn't live up to Spider Man Homecoming. So this definitely was the one. Yeah. Like, yeah. Very good. So uh, yeah, let's see where this. Yeah. See where it goes. Have you found it, Kieran? It's it's I don't know who I'm thinking of, but it's, it's not it's not Fry from Super, uh, Futurama. I I imagine he's he was probably in one of the episodes that had Booster Gold, but I uh, I I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. But well, yeah. we'll forget about that then. Yeah, let's forget about Booster Gold. <laughs> <laughs> it's not Fry from Futurama. Yeah. But yeah, watch watch Guardians Three. Yeah. Watch it now. Uh, yeah. Go to the cinema. <laughs> Buy food. Keep cinemas alive. Yeah. That's all. Message. That is all. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you very much for listening to this newest episode. Hope you guys enjoyed, and we'll see you in the next one. I've been Michael. I've been Tulip. And I've been Kieran. <laughs>